Hey there, hi there, ho there Disney fans and welcome to another itty bitty news show from the Disneyland Paris show. I'm your host, Lucy Rain. I'm Chris Fletcher. Hello children, I'm Hugh Rain. And now, Disneyland Paris News. The countdown begins as annual pass previews for the reopening of Disneyland Paris are set to begin in just seven days. The park reservation system for guests without hotel reservations or dated tickets went live last Thursday, the 2nd of June, and you can reserve places through to the 27th of October, 2020. As of recording, all dates, including AP preview days, are still available. Further preparations are visible outside Disneyland Park and Walt Disney Studios Park, with hundreds of green barriers being placed in double-back queue formations, along with social distancing markers for the expected crowds. Construction work restarts on Avengers Campus and Hotel New York, out of Marvel. A full list of restaurants reopening and not reopening has been issued by Disneyland Paris. Restaurants are now available to book 60 days in advance. And now, the weather. <laughs> Sport. Is it raining where you are, Chris? Uh, it has been raining. At the moment, we've got blue sky and ne'er a cloud to be seen. It's been on and off all day. We've had everything up here. Yeah. Wow. Wind, rain. Sleep. And everything in between. So, mm. it's really, really close now. I know. It's um, next Wednesday... Is the grand reopening. I'm just going to jump into the middle of our news there about the reservations in that I, using our annual passes, which are now registered online, immediately before this show, I went on to see what was still available mm-hmm. and everything was still available. However, the reason I went on was because earlier today I saw that the preview on the 14th and the opening day on the 15th had both sold out. Ooh. So, and then I saw somebody reply to that saying, no, they've only sold out for annual pass holders, not for regular guests. And then someone else said they're still available. So I've just looked on as an annual pass holder, and to me, they're still available. Now, apparently there's some confusion there. What they're doing is that they're setting aside a certain amount of places for annual pass holders, a certain amount for hotel guests, and a certain amount for non-hotel guests. So when you book, you're not booking from one big pool. So is anyone worried that all the annual pass holders are going to book up all the days? They can't really, because they've just got their own quota, which I think is better for regular guests. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think this is where the confusion is because I'm seeing different things on Twitter as to what's available and what's not. But, as I just said, as I just went on as an annual pass holder, everything for every day all the way up to October was still available. So don't worry. If you're there going, oh, no, I've got a holiday booked at the end of August. Will I get dates? I think it's... I think it's... They've got a, a big enough number of slots for everyone to get in there. They've got a big slot. Well, isn't that encouraging? We're so glad you're here to add to this conversation, <laughs> Huey. Mm-hmm. Always useful. He doesn't say a lot, but what he does say is really useful. He's awful. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, as we've just mentioned, guys, you've probably figured out that our 
trip to Disneyland Paris is going ahead <laughs> as planned. So we- far. <coughs> Chris is choking. Carry on. At the right. news. <laughs> we can't do the Heimlich maneuver via Zoom. That's a bit worrying. I haven't eaten um, anything. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah, we've we've got our two days booked. So we'll when you going? When you going? The it opens on the Wednesday. We're setting off driving on the Thursday. We will be in the park on the Friday. So we will be there two days after the opening. Um, at the point that I booked transportation and everything, they hadn't announced the annual pass holders previews. And I know it's only three days, but I would have just loved to have been the first people in. You know what oh, I mean? Well. I would have got a proper kick out of it. But there you go. So we're going to be the third day. Yeah. Can you smell the just... chlorine from uh, from It's a Small World already? <laughs> yes. You're that close. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, because our Disney World trip finally got cancelled yeah oh. flights did it in the end BA took the decision off our hands and cancelled the flight which, you thought uh, that was going to happen didn't you yeah. yeah and do you know what after everything it was a relief because yeah. the pressure was well you know <laughs> Lucy yeah. might disagree because she arranges the whole thing and I just sit back no <laughs> yeah. it, it was it, it was, was a relief, a relief. Like having the decision made, Be- been made for us because I felt like it was going to happen anyway and it could have happened two weeks before could have happened yeah. a week before whatever and it could have kept us going on because I don't think we would have cancelled at any point did we even yeah. find out what hotel we were going to get no because the hotel we were in was shut see that's part so, of the reason I was hanging on as well it was just to see <laughs> I wanted to know what hotel what we're going to get upgraded to um, but yeah I don't think we would have cancelled we would have just gone ahead and gone but we were just sitting around waiting for someone else to cancel and I'd been through the whole thing of booking the park days, I'd booked the restaurants, and all the time I'm doing it, and it's a proper pain in the neck to do. Mm. And the whole time I'm thinking, we're probably not going to sit in this restaurant. We're probably not going to go in this park. How long were you on the phone for two weeks ago? Oh, two hours, two and three quarter hours. And then how long were you queuing online as well after that? Oh, for the actual park thing, a good sort of... Well, I gave up and then logged back on two hours later, but in Turkey it was probably about two hours. It's a lot, isn't it? That, yeah. That's an awful lot. And all the time you knew it was likely to be cancelled as well. Yeah, and if you spend a lot of time planning it, researching, yeah. making decisions, doing this, and then it took me an hour to do all the restaurants for 12 days and all this. Mm. It, it's a lot of stuff. And bear in mind, second time we've done this, because we planned a May trip as well, mm. and anyone who's ever planned a Disney World trip knows it's... It's not a turn up and wing it thing. You have to play, you're doing fast passes. We're doing hotel, um, restaurants and everything. Outfit coordination. Oh yeah, of course. And then I d- we won't get too into this. I'm serious. We're near. Oh yeah, because I plan my Disney bounds to go with the I restaurants know, that we plan on yeah. eating at. And now we've got the addition of masks to coordinate yeah. too. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sewing masks to go with my Disney bounds to go with the restaurants to go with the park that we've booked. Bonkers. So we're, 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 we're in talks about a, ja- then, a January trip. Because that wasn't enough, we then start podcasts so that we can talk about all this neurotic planning that we do. But yeah, we're in talks about a January trip. Oh, nice. Um, Preliminary talks. And we nearly, yeah. booked it, we nearly booked it yesterday, but when we looked at our travel insurance... It was because Lucy's uh, figured out a way of uh, renting DVC points, Disney Vacation Club points, right. um, from somebody who's not using them. And we could have, we could basically, basically have got in the Polynesian for the same price as the holiday we were going to have in a moderate. And we're right. like, hello, but it's non-refundable. 
And we just thought at the moment... Because it's a private seller. We can't risk yeah. it. And in, no insurance will cover it. So we just decided we can't risk it. And do you know what? <laughs> even, even, you know, for January. Yeah, You, you yeah. just don't know, do you? After, no. after everything, after months and months and months of planning and neurotically refreshing emails and doing this and then I've spent three days researching DVC points and nearly booking that this afternoon I just thought do you know what sod it so I think we're going to wait three or four weeks before we book anything else or even think about it because I've had enough and I never thought I'd say that but that's that's consumer confidence at the moment in anything like this isn't it I mean really it's it's a it's kind of like you say it's a good thing that it was that it was cancelled and it wasn't a decision that you had to make. But at the same time, it's a long way to go with the current, you know, yeah. risks associated with it compared to travelling a few hundred miles down to Paris. And I know it's smaller yeah. and I know it's not the same thing. In our and own only for a car, couple of days. Like, that but, is yeah. the big difference in our own car. Even down yeah. to this level, we were driving past B&M today and Lucy said, oh, do you need your B&M fix? And I just thought, no... You know, we'll have to queue, get the masks yeah. on. It's just, it's not something you can just, it's not a shop you can just pop into anymore. No. It's like, it becomes like a at least a 10, 15 minute wait just to get in. And I just thought, I can't be bothered. So if it's that bad at that level, you know, times that, by how many times to get to a, like a Disney World trip. Yeah. Just at the moment, you just think, hey, is, it, is it worth it right now? But just look at what we're doing right now. I mean, strictly speaking, I think... We could get together now and record. I think we could now, yeah. But, I mean, if people can go to the bloody pub, hey, yeah. we could. We could sit we in could. the kitchen together. <laughs> but then I think I'd have to leave the microphone with them. you and, and let you have the microphones um, because there's obviously a risk of contamination through those and everything. And, and oh, right. I mean, mm. but I mean, I, I think I think it's something we can discuss maybe over the next couple of weeks and and possibly mm. actually get a face to face recording in it at some point, which would be really really nice. Oh, Chris, I would love that, and I just got goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you know what is the, the ointment on, on our wounds over this Florida trip is that we are doing a very last minute impromptu Disneyland trip after being in our own house for four months and I am very, very, <laughs> very excited but we're not telling Bonnie <gasps> because she has a homeschooling box that she opens. Is she asleep? Go see if she's asleep. She probably is. Just okay. keep it quiet. We have a okay. leaning into the microphone. Yeah, no, so am I. I'm not even talking, but I'm leaning in too. Okay. Okay. We have a, a homeschooling box, and every day she opens it up, and it's her tasks, five tasks right. for the day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With her books and her sheets. And so next Thursday, she will just get up and open her home homeschooling box, and her tasks will be pack for Disneyland. Write a list of things you want to do in Disneyland. Um, decide what we want to listen to in the car for Disneyland, and then we'll set off to Disneyland. But, but mum, and I want to do maths. I want to do maths, mum. Can you, can, you, well, can I do some maths she, instead? She can do it in the eight-hour car ride <laughs> if she wants to do maths. It's fine. Are you taking the box with you? <laughs> Possibly. You see, this is the other thing. This is why I like driving there. You D- can does take this any amount. count as uh, ASMR? What just happened then? What's oh that? God! Uh, is it an ASMR? Uh, you know those whispering videos. Oh, <laughs> I really hope not. I got a friend who's into them. Right. He he sent me one once and uh, I didn't get it. Does nothing for me. Do you know what, guys? Let's talk Disneyland um, news because we've gone off a bit. Quiet. So. 
Next week, listeners, if you tune in next week, we will be doing our pre-trip part, which is our plans. Yeah. Our it's like packing. when you go prinking in your kitchen before you go out. Prin- yeah. Pre-drinking. <laughs> prinking. So it's prinking. Pripping. Is it pripping? <laughs> That's what it's pripping. A pre-trip Pre-trip. Pre-trip report. It's a prep report. Report. Trip report. Report. Just, just roll with it. Okay. Yeah. So. No. No, it's not. I don't know what it is. Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, you've got cast members and their families doing a preview. And this is like dress rehearsals, really, isn't it, for the people who work there? And then Monday mm-hmm. and Tuesday, you've got annual pass holders. And then grand reopening. Yay! Wednesday. Ooh. So, this is when we'll get answers to all of our questions. We're already getting answers to some of the questions, and I know we all had a lot of <laughs> trepidation about Disneyland Paris and the food situation, um, about what restaurants will be open. Yeah, because Chris, you sent us uh, a link today, didn't you? I did, was it, because was I was excited for you. I, I spotted yes. the, the, <laughs> the, the Lucky Nugget was accepting reservations, and I thought, oh, they like the Lucky Nugget. I bet they want to know that. So mm. They did. Banged it and over. Then I, I couldn't find how... I'm going to try ring up tomorrow to make a couple more reservations as well, but I couldn't find out how to book it, so I went online <laughs> and did some digging, and it turns out you can only book it online from the Belgium Belgium website. Belgium. Belgian <laughs> website. So I went okay. on the Belgian Disneyland Paris website, sure enough. Uh, my r- rudimentary French... I think I could have changed it to English, but I thought it might take me to the English website, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I tried, I tried to read it all in French, and I found the reservation button, and then Stitch ate my page. Have you ever had the Stitch, Stitch just ate the page oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. screen when something goes wrong? So I haven't booked Lucky Nugget, but that is one of my favourites, and it is one I would be interested to see. What's it, it's changed, a good one yeah. to go and see what's going on with it. Yeah, so yeah. I think we're going to do that. I also think we're going to book a buffet meal but it def- it won't be a buffet and this is no. why we're booking it because I want to see what they're doing so I think maybe Billy Bob's and see what's going on there right Ooh. yeah Ooh. Um, and then I don't know quick service anyway let's see what's open Auberge de Salendrion will not be reopening until 1st of September wow hang on I'm just trying to find my list one second but that's face characters isn't it yeah yeah character meal and i can't imagine them being able to charge the price yeah there's not space in there for them to come out onto like a stage or anything is there no well that i can think of even with social distancing i think when it's they don't want princesses in masks and the people oh no the fur characters (laughs) are a bit safer anyway aren't they Mm mm-hmm Anyway, so that's not opening, our provisional opening for September. So I presume that will depend on the pandemic. I've just lost it. Now then, Waltz is remaining closed, but that's no surprise because that's been, you know, closed for refurbishment for like a year and a half now. Never set foot in that place. Well, yeah, it's just perpetually shut. Um, And it's, it's never had a reopening date and it's not actually been refurbed. Now, if you remember, they did that to Pizza Planet. They shut it yeah. seasonally and just yeah. never reopened it again. And it was still on the app until about the middle of last year or something. It had been shut for five years. Mm. So we don't really know what's going on with Waltz. But then the other two that have not got reopening dates are Fuerta del Oro and Toad Hall. That's a bit of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah. Because we like Toad Hall and we've never eaten in Fuerta del Oro. And last time... Is Pinocchio open? Pinocchio's open. 
I don't have a list of what is, I've just got a list of what isn't, so we can presume if it's not on the list that it is open. Cowboy Cookout, Last Chance Cafe and Silver Spur House will all open on the 1st of August. So actually, that's... Or all the Disney hotel restaurants will reopen at the same time as the hotel opens. So so does that mean Lucky Nugget's the only place open in Frontierland then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it does. Mm. Mm. Slim pickings. Yeah. It's, so that means Colonel Hathi's open, uh, Hakuna Matata's open, I'm just thinking a quick service, Bella, I want to say Bella Italia, Bella Norte's open. <laughs> um, Casey? Hyperion, oh Hyperion was close to refurbishment, no but I think that's open. Casey's is reopened, I was surprised at that, because there's not much room for social distancing is there? There's loads of space outside for, for making people queue outside though I guess isn't there? There is. Uh, they can fly, it's not find a, a way around that. that. No. Yeah. No. But it's, it's, it's not going to be busy, is it, either? Well, Let's no, just remember. That's true. It's not going to be yeah. overly busy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Mm. They've also said that they're going to increase the meal options at snack carts, as in they're going to sell packaged sandwiches and more substantial items. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, at, at places like the the old mill and stuff that only really sold ice creams and waffles. I think they're going to sell a bit more. That is a good idea because then you would eat it outside. I believe they've also said that they're going to offer takeout box options at quick service, which I don't know about because I know it's not going to be that busy, but is this just going to litter the whole place with people stood around eating? It'd be funny though, wouldn't it? it, If people Mm. like not putting the rubbish in the bins afterwards as well and it turned into like Jewsbury Town Centre on a... Well, it's not like there are like uh, little hillsides to sit on, is there? There's not like, even no. many benches. Where would you go? Yeah, just <clears throat> sit out in the on the bridges and the, in the streets. Some of us <laughs> aren't bothered about sitting down to eat, though. But when you got kids, you kind of need to, don't you? Yeah, I just don't understand what like what you can do with that. No, you see, where can you take your little box of food? Yeah, individually for myself. I don't mind just kind of sitting cross-legged on the floor and eating, so it's not that I'm bothered about eating. What I'm really bothered about is hundreds of people doing that all over the park. Yeah. It's going to be a bit... I don't think it will be like that. It might be a few people dotted about. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, but then sometimes you go up the the arcades and people are just sat on the floor eating the sandwiches and stuff that they've got from the various different places. So you you do see it sometimes. You do. It's not that bad, I, I think. And again, it's going to be quiet. It's not. It's not going to be overly busy at the moment. You know, yeah. it's, it's low numbers. That's it. it. It probably won't be noticeable. Or if it is, it'll be like nice and pleasant, like people out picnicking, and it'll be quaint. Yeah. <clears throat> probably. <laughs> That's sounds, it. Sounds idyllic. Um, <laughs> we've heard from a Shanghai vlog. Oh no, not Shanghai. A Hong Kong vlog that the stretching room isn't open in Hong Kong. Oh. So that gives us a clue as to what's going yeah. on. With and how are they we'll managing see. it? Have they said? No, it was. Um, uh, no, they haven't. It was just someone wandering around the park <laughs> going, and they've got the haunted manor. Of course, they're not using the stretching room. And then they just went on to another subject. But my ears pricked up because we're asking it. It wasn't like an in depth. I feel like we anything. should have hired a private investigator to find this out. This is the third week of us trying to work out what's going to happen. That was my f- <laughs> very first question before they even went into lockdown. How are they going to do the stretching? What they should do is just have it permanently lowered 
and then just keep the Jump. cue going in and just, just drop down. <laughs> they should have, you know those inflatable slides you have in, on aircrafts when they crash? How far do you reckon the drop is? <laughs> About 20 uh, feet? No. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 20 feet? Probably, like yeah. Mm. You could survive yeah. that. Just put some crash mats down. Be all part yeah. of the experience. And that give you hand gel as you go, as you go out for where you put your slides. hands down when you're on them. That's what I just said when there's inflatable slides. Yeah. That'd spiral, cool. just a spiral staircase. Just, but stick in a spiral Ooh. staircase, so you just go down. A creepy around. spiral staircase, it would be fitting. Yeah. yeah. That, that creaked as you went down. Mm. Well, it probably mm. would, because they'd have to build it pretty quickly. It'd be a bit of a <laughs> slapdash jobs. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can't um, imagine they've got one ready to go. <laughs> have you seen. French labour laws. Have you seen the pictures of the, the plaza between the two parks with all the barriers and things? Where it's all been dug up, but oh, it looks like it's been dug up. That well, yeah. There's there's two elements to this. There's the dug up bit where they're the merging the two security things into one. I think so. It's just one long line of tents instead of from, various different entrances. From the train station bit is that is that because I've, I've seen some pictures and I've, I was quite confused by it. But because in in the article that I was reading, I can't remember where it was from, but. It was saying that it's it's um it's been planned for a while and this has kind of given them the excuse to do it, but Yeah. I couldn't quite work um, out where it was coming from. When you say the dug up bit, is that a thing bit with dug from up? <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you look at the pictures that were posted on DL DLP report on Twitter, I highly recommend you follow them, they're brilliant. It's directly facing Studio One. So I'm imagining that you more or less stood outside or a bit down from the train station and you're facing Studio One and then there's a big sort of circular thing that's been dug oh, up there. Because there's, there's three entrances from there at the moment, isn't there? There's one that goes down towards the mm. um, Disneyland Park. There's one that goes, I think, straight out the middle towards the um, mm. uh, towards the studios and then, there's one that, and then I think there's one that comes out the other way into the village, I think. One of them might yeah, be an exit, I though. presume the one that goes to the village is just going to stick where it is. But, yeah, the, there's two, because you always have to decide which one you want to put your bags through, don't you? So I think they're turning that into one. Cool. But I'll be honest, I'm I'm still struggling to visualise what it's going to look like in the end. Um, I guess you'll see in a couple of weeks' time. and that'll We be will see in a couple of weeks. Exciting, but Yeah, the, um, the barriers, they've done a good job with them. Um and they're quite nice looking. They're not big orange plastic things. But there's hundreds of them. And I question it because they've limited the capacity. Yeah. Um, And the working park reservations and stuff like that. Why they'll need... They can only need that for the first hour in the morning. But, yeah. But maybe it's because... I just... I don't know. It's quite intense. Have you seen it? Yeah. I guess if that's when it's busy, though, it kind of makes sense that they... Yeah, I mean, they've got to have... They've got to be prepared for the busiest time of day, haven't they? Of course they? they do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Have you anything else you wanted to talk about, boys? I, I don't think so. I mean, for me, I'm just really excited to hear about your planning report and the, uh, next week and then and then when you've been. I'm, I'm living vicariously yeah. through you right now. Um, oh, I know, it's very exciting. I'm massively so, um, excited for you. <laughs> yeah. 
Keep your eyes on the skies, guys. Uh, we have another podcast called just called 37 Disney Street. We are the 37 Disney Street team, but you are listening to the Disneyland Paris show. Our 37 Disney Street podcast, we review, we've been reviewing the classics. Um, plus some extras. Plus generally yeah. new releases we review as well. And like the Star Wars we, holiday special. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. And what you get in there is a little bit of history and background Wanted. and facts, and then you get to hear our opinions and a we talk lot about of opinion. what's gone into the making of the film. It, it's a good old listen and generally quite long, <laughs> longer than this one. Um, so if you fancy popping over and ch- testing that out, do. I also recommend that you follow us on YouTube because there's going to be some stuff going up from our forthcoming trip and so on. Um, and you can follow us all on Twitter and Facebook. And Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah. So. MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn. No, we're not on LinkedIn. (laughs) So, um, with that being said, I've been Lucy. And good night. (laughs) I've been Chris and good night. Good night, children. I'm not going to say who I am.